Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Bondcast. The Bondcast. The Bondcast. Episode number five. So, I was going to talk about microdosing with uh, shrooms on this Bondcast. And I was really hoping to have a special guest on. But yeah, we haven't worked out. The guy is so busy. And I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait. He did promise he'd come on. So I promise I will talk about microdosing with shrooms soon. Uh, because I think it's a super important topic. I know it's it's a hot topic. Um, I've been doing it for over a month now. And so many other people are doing it too with with amazing results. So I am going to hold off until I can get the CEO of a microdosing company based out of Holland called Red Light Holland. Now, the, the, the CEO is actually lives, lives in Toronto, his former um, DJ. He was on the Dean Blundell show. Toddy Tickles, as some of you may know him. Uh, and then he went on to have his own show on Sirius Satellite Radio, which he had for many years, actually. And then he just quit that and last year, I believe it is, or, or beginning of this year. Of crazy 2020. Uh, man, it might have been even early, early 2020 where he quit. Serious, his, his gig there and um, made Red Light Holland his full-time uh, gig. And he's trying to, uh, trying really hard to make an awareness, uh, bring an awareness to, to Canada especially. I, I, I'm not even sure if it's legal here yet. I mean, if it's not legal, they're certainly not doing anything about it. I mean... I'm already doing it here, and so many other people are. And you can you can order microdosing shrooms in capsules right online. It comes from BC, and also uh, just a regular bag of mushrooms <laughs> uh, if if that's your if that's your jam. So I don't know why Red Light Holland isn't here. I'll ask him as soon as we get him on. So, anyways, the the whole topic of microdosing with mushrooms is coming up in a in a very near bondcast. All right. Uh, and I look forward to talking to him because the guy, the guy has a plethora of knowledge um, um, on it. But, uh, you know, being a CEO of a brand new company and, you know, based out of Holland and then trying to work it here, it's, um, it's got to be very taxing and busy. And, um, and also he's got two kids, uh, including, uh, I think, a one-year-old as well at home. So it's a tough life. Yeah, very, very busy. So as soon as I can get him on, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out again real soon, and I'll, we'll try and do a great uh, Bondcast with him on microdosing with shrooms. All right? Um, the other reason I don't want to do it yet is I've had amazing feedback from my previous Bondcast and, the, and my storytelling abilities. Uh, I've, got, I've got phone calls. I've got messages. I've got text messages. I've got everything. It's been amazing. Uh, people are like, dude, you, you really make me laugh. And, and just the way you tell your stories, it's a real treat to listen to. So I uh, thank you for that. And uh, that's what it's all about. You know, just kind of keeping you guys entertained and make you laugh here and there. And uh, just kind of take your mind off this fucking COVID shit and, and masks and, and Trump and Trudeau, just everything. Like the, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try my ultimate best to never, ever, ever talk politics on this show. Because a, I was never very versed in it. I never really gave a shit for it. And um, you know, probably in this past couple of years is the most I've been involved in it. I guess because of Trump a bit. 
And then, you know, we got, I listen to Howard Stern every, every day. He's on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And they don't talk a lot of politics, but that's where I get most of my political knowledge from for, you know, for America. And I mean, it's been a hot topic on the show lately, obviously, because of the uh, massive election that did just happen down there. Um, and yeah, I believe what you want, conspiracy theories and all this, but there's a lot out there saying this, this whole election thing's far from over and, you know, Trump's claiming uh, voter fraud, of course. And uh, so who knows? This nonsense could go on for quite a while. And QAnon says they have all this proof or whoever, and Trump has all this proof that um, it was a massive uh, fraud, fraudulent move by the Democrats. And, uh, you know, crazy shit is yet to come. So we'll see. Um, but that's about the most political I'll get on the show. I really don't uh, care to, to talk about it. It's, uh, it's just nobody gives a shit. Well, they do, but it's just not, it's not my uh, topic of, you know, it's not my jam. And I don't want it to be. I'll talk sports. I'll talk girls, which we're going to talk. I have two great stories uh, involving females today. Uh, you are going to love these stories. Uh, I kid you not. One just happened Friday night. M- made my whole entire weekend. And I'll get to that in a second. And then the other one is a gym story. For those of you who hear my, see my live show, uh, you'll know about this, this hot gym girl. Anyways, I'll tell the, for the people that don't get to see my live show, I'm going to kind of rehash the story and, and tell it because uh, it's, wor- it's worth getting into again. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's amazing all the stories that I do. I was looking through all my notes from over the, I just, I make notes everywhere I go because my memory's horrendous. So uh, I'm, a, I'm the king of notes. I uh, use that app on my iPhone and man, that goddamn thing is full. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I take notes for everything. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll take notes. I'll write down so if something funny came into my head or um, whatever, you know, I write it down. I always aspired to be a stand-up comic. Um, I don't have the fucking cojones to do that. Cripes, I can't even ask a goddamn girl out at the gym. How the hell am I going to get up on stage in front of strangers and start spewing stuff that I thought was funny, but it may not come out funny on a stage in, in front of a, you know an audience full of strangers. Uh, so kudos to people that can do stand-up. Uh, I don't think I can. I'm happy performing at parties and, you know, just on my own foolish tomfoolery self. Like being the class clown that I always was in school. Uh, I'm, I'm happy rolling with that right now. I love to make people laugh. And, you know, having this this podcast, Bondcast, and um, and then my live show, Bonzi Live, it's given me that platform again uh, that I haven't had in quite some time. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, anyways, it has been a hell of a week, all last week. And then uh, Friday night, I went out with some, some buddies. And uh, we're sitting around the campfire. And my phone goes off. And at first, I didn't recognize the number because it's, it's been a hot minute since I've seen this number. And I just didn't recognize it. But the, the texting kind of got my attention right away. And it went like this. I just want you to know that I never, ever, ever, never, ever cheated on you. I would never do that to you, Bonzi. I swear. So, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Is like, is this a buddy fucking around with me or something? (laughs) Well, then it dawned on me. Boom. There it was. It was my ex-fiance that... Yeah, if you've heard the previous Bondcast, I think once, maybe twice, uh, when I was telling different stories, I may have referred to her as a cheating slut, whore, I don't know, one of those two things. Um, turns out I heard her a little feelings. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not sorry, because uh, I, I meant it. I mean, so, she's like, that, that really hurt my feelings. Well, no shit, you know why? Because the truth fucking hurts. 
just like it hurt me back then when you <laughs> decided to cheat on me three days after we got engaged. Like, Jesus Christ. Man, didn't take you long. So you deserve the, t- the title, and, and I don't take it back. I'm not sorry for saying it. And it's, just, it's amazing how it got back. She goes, like, it got back to me, and, and I had to hear it for myself. And, and I was just really disappointed because I thought we had really such a fun, loving time together. Yeah, we did. Kind of when you weren't cheating. Because <laughs> that wasn't the only time. Uh, God knows how many times there was. And I was warned. I was warned by so many friends uh, not to get involved. She's got a history, that one. Um, anyways, I didn't listen because I'm willing to give uh, people the, you know, the, the what, what do you call it? The judge of the whatever the fucking term is. You know what I mean. Anyways, <laughs> turns out they all my friends were right. Uh, they were 100% right. Hold on, I'm going to have some coffee. Anyways, I got such I, I got such a kick out of her text me four years later. Okay, four years later. Not only that, four, it's four years later. She she got married a year later after we broke up on my birthday. <laughs> my kids and my friends to this day still laugh uncontrollably when that comes up because uh, <laughs> it's just funny when you're with somebody for over a year and you're love and you get engaged to this person. Isn't it a little fucking strange to get married on that person's birthday? I don't know. We all, I haven't met a person yet who doesn't think it's fucking beyond, like, really crazy. So, anyways, I don't know what in holy hell made you choose that day, but but I find it hilarious. So, thank you for the continuing uh, fodder. Um, and, and I told her, I said, man, this is great, great uh, Bondcast material. Thank you so much. No, don't you dare. No, don't talk about it. I mean, that's enough. Um I was like, no. And here's, I I even offered for her to come on and tell her side of the story. uh, Because as she said, there's two sides to the story. Which, yeah, there usually is. There's usually three. There's yours, mine, and the truth. Well, in this case, there's no denying it. And everybody knows it. And you know it as well. And that's why I I even said to you, I said, knock it off. It's been four years, honey. Stop lying to me continuously. And stop lying to yourself, first and foremost. Um... That's my son texting me. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) it was just, it still just, it it blows my mind to this. Four years later, she still can't admit, even though she she got caught. I mean, I I followed her to, she didn't go to where she said she was going. And then, so I didn't see that, you know, what happened. But I I got the text messages five months later uh, from the fellow. And then she denied it. He photoshopped those things. So that's not me. Um, Honey, no offense to this guy. He is not that fucking smart uh, or capable, nor would I be, actually. So I, I'm not dissing him, but I'm just saying. He, he doesn't have that, those skills. <laughs> and we all know what you did. So anyways, just stop it. Admit the truth and just move on with your life. Okay, honey? Just just be gone. All right? Thank you. Um, it just really does blow my mind. A year, four years later. <laughs> so I did offer her to come on. She said no. And I said, please, I, I, I beg you to take a lie detector test. It would be great material for the show. Anyway, she declined. <laughs> Shocking, I know. Oh, well, it is what it is, folks. But that certainly was a hell of a way. It just made me laugh all weekend. My kids came over for dinner on Sunday. We watched, we had dinner and a movie, and I told them, guess who texts me on Friday night? And Brad just, his head immediately dropped. He's like, no. I was like, yep, and guess what? <laughs> she said, they never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, ever cheated on me, ever. <laughs> Ah, shit. 
And then we had a good laugh about her getting married on my birthday again. Anyways, moving on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, what else have I got? Ah, right. Uh, keeping on with the theme of the uh, the ladies, um, for one hot second, uh, I, got a, I got a really funny story. Okay, so I've been going to the gym, old tubby wubby here, because I, I don't know if I mentioned this or any of my friends know, but I had a broken foot for most of last year. And then for the first three months of 2020, I finally decided to get it fixed properly and was in an air cast for three goddamn months. Um, so you can imagine, I, and all last year I was in and out of an air boot, um, and then it kept breaking. I had a spiral fracture in my fourth metatarsal for all my doctorish friends out there that know what I'm talking about. Anyways, it's this little bone in your foot that it kept fucking breaking because I'm stupid. Um, anyway, so I spent the first three months of 2020 in a cast. Then I got out of the cast and, uh, COVID hit. So then I moved to my, I had to move to my parents' house, uh, as previously mentioned, because of uh, my house was rented till August 1st. So I was like, wow, there's, there's so much food at my goddamn parents' house. You'd think that they're stocked, you know, until 2048 at least, if something were to go down. Um, anyways, I was eating like a motherfucker in their basement. You know, I'd eat three, four meals a day, no problem. I'd smoke weed, drink wine, and, and eat like a big old tub of wubba. <laughs> so then I broke my hand for uh, six weeks in the middle of summer. So, you know, any thoughts of maybe going to the gym or starting to do any form of exercise, I was just like, no, poor me, I have a broken hand, can't do any exercise. <laughs> so I just kept going. And uh, I'm the size of a hippo, well, was. Uh, I've already dropped uh, quite a few LBs. And uh, listen, it just all goes to my belly. It's not like I would turn into a fucking fat hippopotamus all over the place. But uh, my belly was ginormous. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I took that long-term pregnancy uh, leave, the, the extended one. You know what I mean? Anyways, it was time for old tubby wubby here to, 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 that's enough. It was time to get in shape. So I've been on it. It's, it's been almost a month and about two weeks ago. And it was a slow start there. I was like, what the, am I coming at the wrong time or what? There's like no hot girls here. You know, how am I supposed to, you know, like, I don't go out anywhere. I'm either here or I'm in my studio or in my bedroom sleeping. So I was like, how the fuck am I going to meet somebody? And I'm not even really out <laughs> to meet somebody at this point. Um, just because I look like an Oompa Loompa right now and I'm not very comfortable with it and I, and I look disgusting. So I want to get back in shape because pre this, um, I was 160, 60 pounds about four, three, four years ago. And I want to get back to the, my fighting weight. You know what I mean? So I did. I started going back to the gym. It's been, I've been going five days a week for almost a month now. And anyways, two weeks ago, I lay eyes on this fucking smoke show. My God, she was so stunningly beautiful. Even with the mask on. All I could see was her eyes the first time. And I was like, ah, I'm in love with you. Uh, you're my future wife. I can't wait to marry you. <laughs> Which is, those words never come out of my mouth because I said I was never getting married again after my ex-wife and then after um, said cheating whore earlier that I was engaged to for a hot second. Um, I just really don't need to see the need to get married anymore. So all jokes aside with the marrying thing, this girl's bloody beautiful. And anyways, three days in a row, I felt like we were making eyesies, you know? We just happened to be at the gym <laughs> at the same time uh, three days in a row. And it was like, oh, man, I, I totally felt like she's looking at me and I was looking at her. Um, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't like Captain Creepy because I'd catch her looking at me just as, well, no, she'd catch me more, but... <laughs> Still, I think it was a mutual thing, you know, to be honest. I wasn't that creepy, dude. Um, anyways, 
I, I finally, so last, last Monday, I mentioned her on my show. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, last Monday, so a week ago. I mentioned her on my uh, live show. And right after the show, my neighbor and my gym buddy, um, Rhonda, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention her name, but it doesn't matter. Um, she texts me and, and sends me a picture. Well, lo and behold, it's the goddamn My Dream Girl. And I was like, how the hell do you, did you know just from me describing, like there's a hundred, there's a, probably a thousand girls that go to this gym at all different times of the day. And then anyway, she nailed it in the first go. I'm like, that's impressive. And what's more impressive is you have pictures. <laughs> uh, and I was like, so how, how did you know? And, and how did you, how do you have pictures? So she's like, well, I just took a guess because, gosh, she's super beautiful. And, you know, I, I, like she likes girl, like she likes to point into her husband, beautiful girls. I don't like that in a woman. Um, anyways, <laughs> she was right. And I was blown away. So it turns out they're friends. She just happened to go up to her and make, make frenzies at the gym well over a year ago. Turns out this beautiful girl is single. Uh, her, she, her, an ass, some asshole broke her heart a year ago. And um, after seven years together. And now he's with some other, you know, not as good looking girl. Who, and they go to the, the same gym. And I've seen the girl and there's no comparison. This one's way better. Anyways, she's ripe for the pickings. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, so, of course, what does my fucking Yenta friend do? Like any good Yenta does, she texts her the next day and says, are you going to the gym today? And the girl goes, yeah, I'm going at 7 o'clock. And she's like, oh, okay, oh, well, I'm going at 4. Oh, oh, and guess what? Guess what? Somebody at the gym really likes you. <laughs> so, of course, the girl, you know, curiosity, everybody would want. She's like, well, who? Well, um, so Rhonda, my friend, sends her a picture from like six months ago. I don't even look like that anymore. I've got facial hair now. I actually have hair on my head. Um, <laughs> and I just look, you know, a bit different, I would say, from what she would know uh, from my ass parading around the gym with or without mask. Anyway, so what does the girl do? She, she gets the picture and she goes, oh, yeah, I don't recognize him. <laughs> now, in the picture, I got this big old smile. Those cute little dimples are a flashing. Nothing. No, oh, he's cute, or, oh, yeah, I really like his smile, Rhonda. Nothing, just nope, don't recognize him. I <laughs> uh, fuck. So now, like, I mean, I got legwork to do. I mean, I, A, I have a $20 bet with my best friend in Nicaragua, Ty, <laughs> who's sitting back in the wings just laughing his ass off at me because he knows I have zero game in the puss department. Um, I don't, I'm so ashamed to admit it. I used to, I used to have so much game. But now, like, I never suffered from PTSD before and depression and anxiety. And I'm just, I can admit, I'm a fucking different person. I'm not, I'm not that fun, humorous, wicked party dude, funny. Like, I'm just not him anymore. And I don't have as much balls as I used to have. I hate to admit it, but it's the truth. And uh, anyway, so that's, I do have to find a pair really quickly because I have to go up to this girl and say, Yo, um, yeah, I'm that stupid idiot whose Yenta friend sent the picture that you didn't recognize. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm just going to have to come out and do it. And I think humor is the, is, is the best. I'll just make it into a funny situation. Hopefully, I'll try and make her laugh. And then, boom, hopefully I'm in like San and she go, Oh, yeah, yeah, you are really cute and you're funny too. <laughs> uh, and then I'll just swoop right in and say, Oh, yeah. So do you want to go for a coffee? Um, and that's where it's all going to start. And then, so I'll tell you the rest. 
Um, I just got to flash those sweet dimples right in front of her, you know, sans mask, of course. And, uh, and I'll, and I'll bat my pretty blue eyes <laughs> and she'll be, she'll instantly fall in love with me. And then, and that'll be it. She'll be Mrs. Bond in no time. There you go. See, I've already planned it all out in my head. Um, and you know what? It's going to happen too. I got the most amazing fortune cookie the other day. Now I fucking had Chinese food my whole life. We all have. And we get these, 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 these things in the, in the cookie, right? And, uh, the fortune, <laughs> these things, you get the fortune inside the fortune cookie. Hence the reason it's called a fortune cookie, Bonzi, you stupid idiot. Anyways, mine said the other day, and I meant to mention this on my live show last night, but I forgot, but I was, I, it just, it really kind of captured me. Now, I think I've probably had it before. I mean, I think we all have. But this time it really rang uh, in my ears a, a lot more because just because of what I've been doing and this whole voice work that, uh, you know, I found a new niche in and it's my full-time job and I read books for a living. I'm doing all these YouTube channel uh, different voices. So it's been amazing. And the, the fortune cookie said, ah, excuse me, sorry. It said um, fame and fortune is coming your way very soon. Now, it, it kind of made my, my, my heart skip a beat. And I'm like, you're fucking right it is. Because this is what I put out to the universe every day. And I'm a big believer in what you put out there. It's going to happen. Now, I don't even put it out as much as I should. And I need to even write it down more. And I have the book, The Secret, sitting on my desk here beside me in my studio. And uh, yeah, I flip, I read the pages uh, every day. And I'm a big believer. And I think fame and fortune is coming my way. I believe that. And I'm putting it out to the universe on my Bondcast. And follow me here. Uh, you can put it out for me too. Yeah, yeah, Bonsi is going to be, uh, fame and fortune is coming his way. I can feel it. I can feel it too. I really can. And not only that, here's the kicker. On the back of the, 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 the fortune cookie was numbers. They always give you the numbers. Yeah, you know, it's, it's up to you whether you want to go play them in the lot or whatever. But I have two favorite numbers on this planet. Most of my friends would know what they are. My dad definitely knows 44 was mine and my dad's number. Every road hockey trip we went everywhere. Me and my dad went. We went. We spent countless hours and millions of miles on the road for hockey. Uh, We'd see 44 everywhere. It was just our jam. 10.44 on the clock. It it didn't matter. We always saw 44 everywhere. And 16 is my other favorite number. It was the day of my birth date, September 16th. And just love it. It was my hockey number. It was my everything number, every sport. Uh, I have a tattooed on me. Anyways, 44 and 16 were on the back of the fortune cookie. As my numbers. And that I've never seen. I've seen one or the other. I've never seen them together like that. And 4416 in that order is not, is another uh, special uh, thing for me. I almost died. I told this on a previous podcast just recently. Um, when I almost died by getting stung in the throat by that fucking wasp. That happened to be May 4th of 2016. 4416. Boom. So that 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 I got that fortune cookie thingy that 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 piece of paper sitting right beside me. I'm I, t- I carry it everywhere. I went golf in the past. Uh, I took it with me. I <laughs> uh, played pretty decent. Uh, no hole in ones, which I was hoping for, but it's coming with me everywhere. And I'm going to look at it every single day. I'm going to go play those numbers uh, on the back of it, but I'm going to read it every day. And fame and fortune is coming my goddamn way. I can feel it. I can feel it. And I'm going to keep pumping it out to the universe. And by golly, it's going to come true. (laughs) And hopefully with it comes a beautiful hot girl from the gym. (laughs) Whose name I do know, by the way. But I'm not going to tell her yet. uh, Until I'm I'm guaranteed. I'm not guaranteed a date with her. But but, uh, I'll let you know how it goes once I get there. Okay? (laughs) So stand by for that. (laughs) Oh, man. 
It is weird how I haven't seen her yet since since I brought brought her up on my live show over a week ago. For all I know at this point, she's probably moved to fucking Siberia, Russia or something and joined a gym there to get away from the creepy guy. Oh, shit. Who knows at this point? But uh, hopefully she hasn't. And uh, I'm putting it out there. I, I look forward. Who knows? I might see her after I, I um, record this podcast today and get it out here to you fuckers later. Uh, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll do a special podcast tomorrow and let you know how it all goes. <laughs> if she's there. Uh, she, I'm more a consistent guy. I'm either four or five. Uh, actually, it's either 2.30, four or 5.30 for me. Uh, hate going any later. I just say I'm too tired by then. I don't have the energy to go. 5.30 is my cap. Then I come home, shower, eat, and then come back in here and usually do some more work. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. And um, you fucker, oh, you guys will be the first to know. I promise. Okay? Um, anyways, we'll see what happens. <coughs> and uh, like I said, I will definitely let you know. All right, before my next story, I'm going to do some quick advertising. Because, folks, listen, you're going you're gonna to hate yourself. And don't come running and crying to me when you were like, Oh, well, Bondi, I, I wish I would have listened to you and ordered my scrambled clothing order way before uh, Christmas. Listen, I'm telling you, they got so much kick-ass stuff right now in stock, fantastic prices, great deals. You got to go check them out, okay? www.scrambleclothing.com. That's scramble with a K. I just got my order last week. These these guys, I love you guys to death. Thank you so much to the boys at Scramble Clothing. Um, sent me a box full of swag. 12 hats. I love each and every one of them. And so far, I've rotated. I've worn a different one every day. I wore a different one every day golfing and have, and have promoted it on my Instagram account. Um, and then I got three super dope t-shirts as well that I've worn. Uh, I've worn two of the three of them on my live show. And I'm wearing, uh, I'm wearing a hat right now. I know you can't see it, but I'm wearing the Masters Edition one because it is Masters Week, by the way, folks. And maybe I'll do... Um, We'll talk some more masters on the on an upcoming uh, podcast this week because I got to do two week. I know I'm a little behind here, but shh, don't tell anybody. I'm I only missed one last week. Okay, so stop yelling at me. You're not even my real mom. Okay, that's enough. We'll get back on track. I promise. Uh, it was a crazy busy week last week, and I picked up a whole bunch of new accounts um, for for my 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 voice work, and it was just it was in, incessant amount of reading. Um, and I just, <laughs> I get paid more for doing that than the Bondcast, uh, right now. But, um, so I had to fulfill those duties first and, uh, you know, priorities, you, you gotta, you gotta make a list and you gotta knock them off as you go and put it in a uh, prioritization. And that's what I did. Anyways, enough rambling about that. You gotta go stop, stop. Uh, procrastinating and get your ass online. Go to www.scrambleclothing.com. Scramble with a K. And I'm telling you, they got the, the hat selection is, is out of this world. Um, the t shirt selection is amazing. You can either get some cool golf t shirts or with their awesome logo in the, in that Adidas one. I love those ones. And the hats too are like that. Some of them. Also, uh, some cool, uh, looking, uh, surf t-shirts. If you're in, if that's kind of your jam and not the golf thing, they got tons of like, uh, beach swag looking wear as, as well. And it's really cool. So go check it out. Tons of hoodies as well. It's hoodie season, folks. Um, so go check out the, the hoodies that they have. And also if you, uh, and golf shirts as well. Cause I know I, I got listeners all over the world and they ship worldwide as far as I know. Um, so go check them out. And the best part is mention Bond, my last name, Bond. And you'll get 10% off your order. Uh, so, great deal. 
Go check them out, www.scrambleclothing.com, okay? And also go uh, check out Scramble Ho- at Scramble House of Golf. If you are in the Pennsylvania region or passing through or you happen to live there, go check out Scramble House of Golf. Those guys have done an amazing job. They got indoor bunker, state-of-the-art uh practice putting green with the you can see the technology with the brakes and the downhill it looks amazing um they got a chipping area and they got about six or seven simulators that you can play in as well on the state-of-the-art screens looks super cool they've done a great job there big screens all over the place too to watch golf uh football whatever whatever your jam is um and it's all every video i've seen it's always uh packed there so they're doing great congratulations to you both uh scramble house of golf and scramble clothing Go check them out, scrambleclothing.com. All right. Thank you again for the amazing swag. And folks, I uh, got great feedback from it. People saw I posted the, the whole box that I got. I spread it all out nice. And um, and uh, I'm expecting my, my friends to, to send some orders your way. So please help them out. All right. Scramble House of Golf, scrambleclothing.com. Love you. All right, one more one more crazy travel story before I end this uh, before I end this podcast. Um, let's talk about the time I almost went to jail in the Dominican Republic, shall we? <laughs> I went streaking with my penis flailing about in full uh, full view, and the story goes like this: <laughs> we went to uh, we went to Dominican for for a friend's wedding, and the whole crew came, like our whole entire hockey team, all their lady friends. Um, my ex-wife at the time, well, my wife at the time, my ex now. Uh, anyway, everybody brought their, their 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 others, and it was a blast. God damn, what a probably the funnest destination. No, it was the funnest destination wedding I've ever been on, and uh, we had a great time. Well, I think it was the second night in. All the guys were at the the casino. And we were going to hook up the ladies later at the uh, at the, the nightclub. Anyways, we're winding down our time at the at the casino, and we're playing the the old roulette there. And my buddy beside me, Rory, he goes, uh, "I'm throwing. I think it was either fifty bucks or hundred bucks." And he goes, "I'm throwing it all out, just nineteen red." I'm like, "Are you, are you mental, dude? You're gonna fucking. It's just a, why don't you give that fucking money to me? Because you're gonna give it right to the casino. There's no way nineteen red is coming up." Like, spread it out. Make, you know, have a better, your odds would be way better. He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm putting it on 19 red. I'm like, okay, smart guy. If it hits 19 red, I'll run a, a lap around here naked. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, the odds are in my favor, of course. Like, I don't even know what the odds are, but they're, they were way in my favor. Well, fuck me sideways. Doesn't 19 red hit? <laughs> I can't even make this up. It's a true story. Uh, and I got the entire team to back me up on this, so... <laughs> He hits 19 red and won a truckload of money. Um, <laughs> anyways, he looks at me and he goes, well, you know, bet's a bet, bud. Come on, put your money where your mouth is. Well, cooler heads prevailed. We all decided that it probably would not be in my best interest to go streaking in a casino full of cameras and, in a foreign country. <laughs> and we were right. It was That was a really, really good idea. Um, so anyways, Rory said, you have, uh, I'll give you the rest of the week. But you you owe me a, a streaking, if you will. You have to go streaking. You have to make sure a bunch of us are around so we all see it. Uh, but by the end of the week, you have to do a streak. So I was like, okay, deal. <laughs> so the week goes on. I, the wedding happened and everything. And we're getting towards the end of the week. And uh, the, the opportunity presented itself a couple times. But there was this one time in, in, in particular that I was like, yeah, okay, this is it. So we're all at the Midnight Buffet. A bunch of us are sitting down. Some of them are at the buffet still. And uh, there wasn't too many other tables filled, thankfully. And like I said, it was pretty late. It was like 12, 1230 at night, right? Anyways, a bunch of us are standing around. I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold true to my, uh, to my word. So I dropped trowel. 
excuse me, uh, right to my ankles, and I go hucking right across it. And it's a pretty long stretch. It went for about 25 yards. Anyways, I blow a sandal halfway through my uh, streak, and, and I can see people, uh, they're trying to get their cameras out, and I'm like, I'm almost to the end. Wow, well, fuck. I, and I did a good a good uh, search, if you will, before before I dropped trow to make sure no security, no cameras or whatever. Well, I missed them. As soon as I started running, these two security guards come in and catch me full willy, just a flailing. And then I blow the sand on, like I said. So I see them, so I stop. I I go to you know I'm I'm scrambling to pull up my box my my boxers and my my shorts and I run to try I'm hobbling over to get my sandal while these fuckers come running over and they try to grab me right away they are they are none too impressed uh, with my shenanigans <laughs> so they try they immediately out come the handcuffs. And they're like, oh, no, amigo, no, no bueno, no bueno. I'm like, oh, lo siento, lo siento. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At that, that time, I didn't even know Spanish. Uh, I'm going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, uh, no harm, no foul. Like, uh, these are my friends. These are my. And they're like, no, you come with us. That's, no, it's bad, bad, bad. <sighs> so much begging and pleading. And, and, and they're trying to get the handcuffs on me. And I, I'm smart enough to not give them my hands because uh, I wasn't going to jail in fucking Dominican Republic. I didn't know where they were taking me and stuff. And uh, I wasn't having none of it. <laughs> Plus, I was pretty hammered, so I wasn't, you know, I was a little, uh, I wouldn't say I was arrogant. I was just a little um, not cooperative, shall we say. Anyways, the finally, the amount of begging and pleading that went on. And I think even a couple of the patrons that were there were like, oh, no, it's fine. Let them go. Let them go. Um, and then all my friends go, well, we're all together. We're all together. It's, it's okay. So finally, they were like, no bueno, no bueno, no mas, no mas. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, no good, you know, stupid amigo. Um, you know, no more, no more. So I was like, okay, I promise, I promise. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I fixed my junk, put it all back in, made sure I was tidied up, put my sandal back on, and uh, got the hell out of there. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty scary, I'm not going to lie. I was legit scared for about two minutes because those fuckers weren't relenting for a second. They had those handcuffs on and they would be damned. They were putting those on my wrist one way or another. Anyways, thanks to all my friends that helped me get out of that nonsense. And uh, yeah, it was um, it was pretty scary for a hot second. I'm like, oh, you're in a you're in a whole different country. You know, I don't speak their lingo, not even a word of it at that. I think I knew uh, dos for cerveza por favor um, and gracias, and that was about it back then. Um, so I was. I was scared for a hot second, <laughs> but all all uh, all's well ended well. Um, but I, you know, I was pretty proud of myself for having the balls to uh, pull that off because you know, I don't have the hugest cock in the world. But um, thank God it was warm that night. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> ah, shit. On that note, folks. On that note, folks. That is it. Thank you for listening to Bondcast number five. Uh, <laughs> I hope you. I hope this it made you uh, made you laugh at least for what thirty four minutes here. Um, it's it's entertainment. That's what this is for. Okay, and I'll, I'll keep it up. I'll try to continue to make you guys laugh. And please support me. Uh, subscribe to the Bondcast if you haven't. Whether it's on just through Spotify, Anchor. Uh, I'm on Apple Apple Music now, which which I love. Uh, let's just help me, please. Uh, climb the ranks and uh, turn this into. Uh, uh, I need to get to that fortune and fame goal sooner than later, okay? Thanks again, everybody, for the support and the continued support. Love you all. Have a great week. And uh, again, please subscribe. All right. Love you. Pip, pip.
I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.